Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. This morning we are resuming our study in the book of Job. And we're wrestling with the difficult question. Why do the godly suffer? We're going to be looking at chapters 25, 26, 27, and 28 today. Now, 25 is only six verses long, and it's Bildad's last discourse. And in fact, it's the last discourse from those three friends. In these six verses, Bildad's is trying to make a point that man cannot be just. Man cannot be justified before God. Man is inferior. And in chapter 26, Job's going to reprove Bildad. He's going to acknowledge the power of God. He's going to, in chapter 27, talk about how the wicked or the hypocrite are without hope. It's the, he's going to address the state of godlessness and how there's a miserable end for the wicked. So the next few weeks is going to be mostly just Job, uh, the words of Job. We basically end the three friends, but then in a couple of weeks from now, will be introduced to this other guy named Elihu. And uh, he'll be talking a lot. Uh, for a few weeks, we'll be reading his discourse. And he's going to prove to be a lot wiser than all of uh, Job's previous uh, friends. And then once we get to chapters, chapter 38, that's when we'll start to see the words of Jehovah. To Job. So that's kind of uh, what's ahead. So this morning, let's open up our hearts and see what the Word of God might have to say for us this morning. And I just pray in the powerful name of Jesus that you'll be blessed. Let's begin. Chapter 25, again, the first six verses here are Discourse of Bildad, and then the rest of this morning will be the words of Job. King James Bible. Then answered Bildad the Shuhite and said, Dominion and fear are with him. He maketh peace in his high places. Is there any number of his armies? And upon whom doth his light arise? How then can man be justified with God or how can he be clean that is born of a woman? Behold, even to the moon, and it shineth not. Yea, the stars are not pure in his sight. How much less man that is a worm, and the son of man which is a worm? But Job answered and said, How hast thou helped him that is without power? How savest thou the arm that hath no strength? How hast thou counseled him that hath no wisdom? And how hast thou plentiful declared the thing as it is? To whom hast thou uttered words? And whose spirit came from thee? Dead things are formed from under the waters, and the inhabitants thereof. Hell is naked before him, and destruction hath no covering. He stretches out the north over the empty place 
and hangeth the earth upon nothing. He bindeth up the waters in his thick cloud, and the cloud is not rent under them. He holdeth back the face of his throne, and spreadeth his cloud upon it. He hath compassed the waters with bounds, until the day and night come to an end. The pillars of heaven tremble and are astonished at his reproof. He divideth the sea with his power, and by his understanding he smiteth through the proud. By his spirit he hath garnished the heavens. His hand hath formed the crooked serpent. Lo, these are parts of his ways, but how little a portion is heard of him. But the thunder of his power who can understand? Moreover, Job continued his parable and said, As God liveth, who hath taken away my judgment, and the Almighty who hath vexed my soul? All the while my breath is in me, and the Spirit of God is in my nostrils. My lips shall not speak wickedness, nor my tongue utter deceit. God forbid that I should justify you till I die. I will not remove my integrity from me. My righteousness I hold fast and will not let it go. My heart shall not reproach me so long as I live. Let my enemy be as the wicked and he that rises up against me as the unrighteous. For what is the hope of the hypocrite? Though he hath gained when God talk, taketh away his soul. So please note, Job saying, even under the highest of distress, when I've lost everything and I'm to the point where I wish I was never born, as he has said over and over and over through this study. Even with all of that, I'm going to walk in righteousness. He says, My righteousness I hold fast and will not let it go. My heart shall not reproach me as long as I live. He says, As God liveth who hath taken away my judgment and the Almighty who hath vexed my soul. He's saying, God has done this to me. But even still, my lips shall not speak wickedness nor my tongue utter deceit. God forbid I should justify you. Till I die, I will not remove my integrity from me. Now, obviously, we know that we can't be righteous before God. We can't be justified before God without the blood of Christ covering us because all have fallen short of the glory of God. All have sinned. However, I think the godly have an attitude of I'm going to do the best I can do and I'm going to walk in God's ways as best I can and I'm going to have an attitude that I'm going to seek after and run after righteousness and holiness not to earn salvation but I do that because of salvation. While many today go, oh, the blood of Christ covers me. I'll live like the wicked. I can do whatever I want. 
I can't be perfect anyway, so I might as well indulge. I would question your relationship with God if that is your attitude. Job goes on to say, what's the hope of the hypocrite? Though they have gained, right, which they do in this world, what are they going to do when God taketh away their soul, he says? Verse 8, for what is the hope of the hypocrite? Though he hath gained when God take away his soul, will God hear his cry when trouble come upon him? Will he delight himself in the Almighty? Will he always call upon God? I will teach you by the hand of God that which is with the Almighty will I not conceal. Behold, all ye yourselves have seen it. Why then are you thus together vain? This is the portion of the wicked man with God, and the heritage of the oppressor which they shall receive of the Almighty. So, Job's getting ready to list their inheritance. You see, regardless of how things go in this world, the people of God, those who have trusted in Him, His children have an inheritance to look forward to, while the godless have only eternal damnation to look forward to. Regardless of what we've obtained in this world, that's our end result. So though the wicked gain in this world, and they grow old in their wickedness and in wealth and get to indulge every pleasure, their life is but a vapor, and what awaits them is eternal damnation. This is the portion of a wicked man with God, and the heritage of the oppressors which they shall receive of the Almighty. If his children be multiplied, it is for the sword, and his offspring shall not be satisfied with bread. Those that remain of him shall be buried in death, and his widows shall not weep. Though he heap up silver as the dust, and prepare raiment as the clay, he may prepare it, but the just shall put it on, and the innocent shall divide the silver. He buildeth his house as a moth, and as a booth that the keeper maketh. The rich man shall lie down, but he shall not be gathered. He openeth his eyes, and he is not. Terrors take hold on him as waters. A tempest stealeth him away in the night. The east wind carrieth him away, and he departeth, and as a storm hurleth him out of his place. For God shall cast upon him and not spare. He would fain flee out of his hand. Men shall clap their hands at him and shall hiss him out of his place. For some reason that that phrase right there men shall clap their hands at him and shall hiss him out of his place kind of reminds me of what Jesus how Jesus would describe the hypocrite the godless how they're going to a place where they'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth alright chapter 28 Chapter 28 is the last thing, the last chapter we're going to look at this morning. 28 verses. Let's have a look. 
verse 1. Surely there is a vein for the silver and a place for gold where they find it. Iron is taken out of the earth and brass is molten out of stone. He setteth an end to darkness and searches out all perfection, the stone of darkness and the shadow of death. The flood breaketh out from the inhabitant, even the waters forgotten of the foot. They are dried up, they are gone away from men. As for the earth, out of it cometh bread, and under it is turned up as it were fire. The stones of it are a place of sapphires, and it hath dust of gold. There is a path which no fowl knoweth, and which the vulture's eyes have not seen. The lion's whelps have not trodden it, nor the fierce lion passed it by. He put forth his hand upon the rock, and overturneth the mountain by the roots. He cutteth out rivers among the rocks, and his eyes seeth every precious thing. He bindeth the floods from overflowing, and the thing that is hid bringeth he forth to light. But where shall wisdom be found? And where is the place of understanding? Man knoweth not the price thereof, neither is it found in the land of the living. The depth saith, It is not in me. And the sea saith, It is not in me. I cannot be gotten for gold, neither shall silver be weighed for the price thereof. It cannot be valued with gold of Ophir, with the precious onyx or a sapphire. The gold and the crystal cannot equal it, and the exchange of it shall not be for jewels of fine gold. No mention shall be made of coral or of pearls, for the price of wisdom is above rubies. Please note, this sounds a lot like what Solomon says in the Proverbs, doesn't he? He's like, he literally says the most viable thing is wisdom, can't be purchased. And in fact, the beginning of that wisdom is actually the fear of God. Job saying, <laughs> he starts off by kind of, remember, this is poetic literature. And Job's saying, you know, there's these minerals and, and, and stuff in the ground, these jewels that are in the ground, and they're buried in places that can't be seen from the air, they can't be seen by the, by the lion, because and they're so rare as a result but their value doesn't compare to wisdom and in fact you can't even purchase this wisdom with these things just a few more verses here verse 19 the topaz of Ethiopia shall not equal it neither shall it be valued with pure gold whence then cometh wisdom and where is the place of understanding seeing it is hid from the eyes of all the living and kept close from the fowls of the air. Destruction and death say, We have heard the fame thereof with our ears. God understandeth the way thereof, and knoweth the place thereof. For he looketh to the ends of the earth, and seeth under the whole heavens, to make the weight for the winds, and he weighteth the waters by measure. When he made a decree for the rain, and the way for the lightning of the thunder. Then did he see it, and declare it, he prepared it, yea, he searched it out. 
And unto man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. Let's read that last verse one more time. And unto man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, the fear of Jehovah, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil, that is understanding. Those who don't fear God, those who see no reason to depart from evil, they're fools. They're fools and their end will be miserable. I pray you've been blessed this morning. And I pray that you would be like Job and don't lose heart. At least where your attitude towards God is concerned. These balances will be balanced. Like these things are going to be weighed. There's going to be a separation. I I watch, you know, occasionally I'll see an article or I'll see a news thing. And like many of you, my soul's just vexed at how they just continued just how brazen they are, how wicked they are, how filthy they are, and how now it's all in the out in the open and they don't even care. They're like, yeah, we're going to do all this evil. We're going to do it right in front of you. We're not even going to try to hide what we're doing. I get it. But they're fools. They don't realize. They're not thinking. All they're thinking about is their own desire. They're not thinking that they're going to answer to the one who created all things. And the meek are going to inherit the earth. I pray you've been blessed this morning. Thank you for listening. Uh, Thank you for your prayers. Much needed. Thank you for your financial support. That is also much needed. And uh, I just thank you for providing me this opportunity. That's all I have for you this morning. Peace and grace be with you all. Until next time, God bless.